Hi! Welcome to another episode of the With Love From Live show. I'm Liv and I love that you're here. Thank you so much for joining me today. Today's episode is going to be a look at the hyper feminine because last episode I did a deep dive into the hyper masculine and I just think it's fair to look at the other side of that coin and to help you get into a space where you know how to create from both your feminine and your masculine energy, how to lead with your feminine without it like overpowering you um, and to let your masculine have its space without letting it overpower you. Okay. So I felt inspired to talk about this today. Number one, because I have a girlfriend that I was recently talking to and she was telling me that, you know, she's reading my posts and she feels like she resonates with a lot of the, you know, dating, not working out type of outcomes. Um, but that she doesn't have a hyper-masculine problem. She has a hyper-feminine problem. <laughs> and um, I was talking with her about this a little bit. And then I watched this week's episode of The Bachelor. And it just like clicked for me that this needs to be a podcast episode. Because I, I think a lot of women don't realize when they're in their hyper-feminine. And so I just want to like break down what that looks like a little bit about where it comes from and let me just tell you I have like recorded it and re-recorded this episode I don't even know how many times probably six or seven times now and I want to not um I don't want you to get it twisted <laughs> and so I've been trying to be really careful about what I say um because I don't want to um, misconstrue anything here, but I do want to be straightforward and clear. So if you're ready, then let's dive in. So when it comes to the hyper feminine, hyper femininity, and like I've said, this can manifest in men and women because we all have both energies and what I see specifically, and I'm going to talk to women here, um, is a hyper-feminine woman is typically displaying people-pleasing tendencies. Um, she's leading with her sexuality or she is overly emotional to a point where it's inappropriate, Okay. Um, those are kind of your key hyper-feminine things to look for. Um, and to just break that down a little bit more, speaking specifically to, uh, you know, what I watched on The Bachelor this week was multiple women were oversharing these like really intimate things. And you see this happen on Bachelor all the time, right? People are on camera being like, I've never told this to anyone. And they're, it's like their first one-on-one -on -one day. And it's something that you as the audience, like you love it because it's this like deep secret. <laughs> but also it's a little bit uncomfortable because you're like, ah, like I, would I ever share that on camera in front of 
like national television. Um, and the fact is a lot of women do this on first dates and it's because they are stuck in this hyper feminine. Yes, if you are a woman, even though your natural default is to lead with your feminine, you can be over the line. You can be stuck. Um, another term for this is hypervigilance. And basically where it's coming from is actually the body. Um, and it's this inability to feel safe within your own body. And so your emotions run you. And so you then like over spill your emotions onto everyone else. Um, a lot of times women who are hyper feminine are um, like explosive and it also can look like, you know, getting into bed too quickly, right? Um, and yes, that can mean sex. That can mean if you're someone who doesn't have sex before marriage, then that can be like just getting too physical too fast. Like it doesn't, it doesn't matter how far you go. If you're getting physical too quickly and this is a pattern of behavior, the issue is that you are stuck in your hyperfeminine and that like hypermasculinity has a root cause. Um, and that's basically what I want to help shift for you today. Okay. So hypermasculinity, like I talked about in the last episode, really comes from this space of wanting to protect your inner feminine. Um, usually, you know, something happened and so you um, are putting on this like protective front. You kind of put on this wall and you keep everyone at an emotional arm's length so that no one ever gets too close because you, you don't want anyone to get too close to that soft side of you, right? And so if you're hypermasculine, you're like, you're putting on this armor that is impenetrable. Um, on the flip side, when you're hyper feminine, then your emotions are everything. They're everywhere all the time. They have taken over you and you are almost like, like you feel like a victim to your emotions almost, right? Um, and, and that kind of victimhood is very, very common for women who are hyper feminine. Um, and ultimately it comes from something in your past where you did not feel safe in your own body. Obviously, like that can be all kinds of things. It can be really heavy. Um, and I don't want to get too deep into that rabbit hole. Um, I just want you to understand that it comes from a disconnect from your body. And so if you are stuck in this hyper feminine, um, what needs to be resolved is body work, right? Like body work is how you'll resolve it. So um, just to lay out a little bit more on what this looks like, oftentimes, um, women or men who are hyper feminine, they're people pleasers. Because when you're 
in that hyperfeminine, you're actually running away from the masculine. You're not trying to protect it. You're trying to edge it out of you. You're trying to run away from it. You're trying to pretend that it doesn't exist. Um, and of course, it's all subconscious. Um, in fact, most of it is probably unconscious. And so that, that's like a level deeper, right? And you are people-pleasing. You're kind of trapped in this perpetual victimhood. You feel like life happens to you. Um, and there's a lot of this sense of being out of control. And oftentimes this looks like your emotions are out of control. Um, and it looks like your emotions run you. And what I see most often with women who are in their hyperfeminine is this, I, you know, this is just who I am. I am explosive. I am emotional. I am this, take it or leave it. And what it looks like in dating, and I've heard people say that, but it also looks like emotional dumping prematurely. Okay. So when you're on a first date or a second date and you open up like on this episode of The Bachelor, you open up with something that is so heavy and like deeply personal and there's no foundation for it. There's no trust for it. It's just this rush of emotional intimacy and the bottom line is that it's emotional manipulation. Okay. And I, I want to be careful about that because I know that people hear the word manipulation and they think that means something really sinister or really malicious. And what I've observed is most women who do this or men who do this, um, who lead with too much emotions too quickly is that they're they're not doing it to try to hurt anyone. They're actually doing it to feel close and to feel safe and to feel taken care of. And it's this like attempt to force a connection. And so what I see play out for people who are, are trapped in their hyperfeminine is that they get this huge rush of emotions with someone really, really quickly. Um, and they get too physical too fast. They get too emotional too fast. They just pour everything into this other person right off the bat. And it, like the other person, ultimately, like, ultimately, they're going to respond to that out of guilt. And that feels kind of good in the moment because you're like, oh, well, this person like has empathy for me and they're seeing me and they're, they're holding me in this. But then what happens every single time is eventually that person runs away. Um, and you're just kind of stuck with this, like, oh my gosh, like, I really thought that this person got me. I really thought this was going to be something. I like really opened myself up here and I just got burned so hard and they just disappeared. They ghosted me. They, you know, and you have this feeling of like the rug was pulled out from under you and you didn't see it coming. But what happened was you invested too much too quickly in order to 
have this person in your life and, and to make them your safety. And essentially what you're doing is you're projecting your emotional regulation onto them. And that's not fair. And they know that. And even if they respond to it with a lot of compassion and a lot of sympathy in the beginning, they're going to feel the weight of that. And they're going to feel this like uneven burden of caring for you and like taking on what should be your own responsibility of managing your own emotions. And it's going to freak them out and they're going to run away. Right. And the same can be true if you lead with sex too quickly. If you get too physical, too fast with someone and then they disappear, you, especially as a woman, will feel so betrayed by that because you revealed your naked self to them and and then they bailed. And that feels so devastating, except that you didn't build the trust and gain the commitment necessary for that intimacy to strengthen the connection. So ultimately, like, it was another form of manipulation. Okay. Um, and hopefully you can see why <laughs> I had to um, re-record this so many times because I know this is such a sensitive topic. Um, and I don't want it to get misconstrued any type of way. Um, but the fact of the matter is if you're getting too intimate too quickly, it's a defense mechanism. It just is what it is. Um, if there's no trust and no commitment and you're oversharing emotionally or you're overexposed physically, then you're jumping the gun and you are dissolving the relationship before it ever has a chance to take root. And that's not good. That's not good for you and it's not good for them. And I'm not here to like slut shame anyone or anything, but I do want you to be able to create lasting, deep relationships that don't just disappear on you. And in order to do that, you can't be stuck in the hyper-masculine, keeping everyone at arm's length until they prove that they're trustworthy. And you can't be in the hyper-feminine, laying it all out on the table with someone you don't know at all and you don't know that you can trust them and then having them disappear because that's too much, right? You've got to be here in the middle. You've got to be in this space where you can take a risk because you have that healthy masculine energy inside of you that emboldens you to take a risk, that protects you and enforces your boundaries, and that allows you to open up and be vulnerable in your feminine and to look for opportunities to create that trust together and to build toward intimacy, right? And when you see it in this middle ground, then hopefully <laughs> you can see where you've been caught in either extreme, right? And obviously this episode is more about the hyperfeminine, 
But either way, I want you to be able to get into a space where you know when it's the right time to start sharing really intimate details. You know that it's the right time to become more physical with someone. You know that it's the right time to let those walls down and trust them without doing it too soon or in a way that they're not ready for, right? Because you can emotionally regulate yourself and you can let that unfold in a way that is never going to be perfect, right? There isn't like a perfect equation for this. Um, But there is a very delicate dance that you need to learn how to do in order to create relationships that go deep, but go deep at a pace that builds on itself and feels good to both of you and isn't, you know, too much on one side or the other, right? Or too little. Um, Being able to build a healthy relationship is so much about being able to build trust with another person, okay? And what I see in women, especially who are hypervigilant, is that they were in a situation where their body didn't feel safe. And so now they're, they're like looking for someone else, usually a man, to come and protect them and make them feel safe because they're running away from their own ability to do so. They're running away from their own masculinity. And that's not really fair because yes, like you want your masculine man to be a protector, but he can't protect you from yourself. You have to be able to advocate your own boundaries. You have to be able to say what you want and you have to be able to emotionally regulate yourself and, and know, okay, this is a guy that I could see a future with. I don't need to force this emotional intimacy too quickly or I don't need to get too physically intimate too quickly because I can trust that when I set boundaries, when I advocate for myself, when I allow myself to regulate my own emotions, that that will naturally bring me closer to the right guy. And if someone doesn't accept that or someone doesn't respect that or someone isn't interested in in my pace, then I can let them go and I don't have to feel like I'll never find love again. And I can move on and I can find someone who I can build with, right? Because when you're, when you're in the hypermasculine, then you're basically expecting someone else to, or you're the one who's kind of doing all of the work. And when you're in the hyperfeminine, you're expecting the other person to do all of the work. Um, so this is something that I see in one of those Facebook groups that I'm in is a lot of women who just expect men to do everything, like start to finish. They have to be man enough to approach. They have to be man enough to ask them out. They have to be man enough to plan the entire date perfectly. They have to be man enough to pay for everything. They have to be man enough to, you know, DTR. They have to be man enough to like blah, 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 all these things. And everything is so externalized and placed on him. And she thinks that because she brings her body to the table, then that's all she has to do. Like, 
what do we go back in time here? And, and I get it because um, the pendulum is always swinging back and forth, right? And we did kind of move, in my opinion, way too far to, to the one way of, you know, women don't need men at all. And now it's like we've swung so far back into these women expecting men to do everything. And neither one is going to make you happy. Neither one produces a healthy, lasting relationship, right? There has to be give and take. And you have to be able to self-regulate. You have to be able to advocate for yourself. You have to be able to ask for what you want. And you have to be able to do it in the way that is the most natural, And so when you're a woman, the most natural is to be able to lead with your feminine and enforce with your masculine, right? Does that make sense? So if you're listening to this and you're like, okay, all well and fine, I am called out, I am seen, I, I am this emotional dumper. So then, you know, what do I do? Body work, okay? Um, In order to create space for your masculine energy, you have to rebuild your relationship with your body. Um, You have to be able to create this safety between you and your own ability to protect yourself. And so um, what I recommend, and again, this is like, I'm speaking generally here, so don't take this as anything like official. Um, But what I recommend if you want to get into body work is breath work and saunas. And this is so great if you are someone who is hyper feminine because um, that hyper vigilant, hyper protective, um, you know, over over emotional state um, is coming from a place of not feeling safe, right? Um, and so when you're in a sauna, there's nothing that you have to do. There's nothing that you have to prove. Um, if you're in there alone, even better, because you're there and there's, there's no one around. It's just you and yourself. And you're in this space where you don't have an agenda. You don't have to do anything. You just get to sit and to be and you're safe and you're exposed. And um, at least in my gym, in my gym, literally, I went in there with, with, you know, like I had workout clothes on and shoes. And the lady, the cleaning lady came in and she was like, this sauna is only for naked. But I was like, what? She's like, you have to take your clothes off. You can't sit in there with clothes. So. Um, so in my sauna, you literally have to be naked and, and you're, you're just there. And so, yes, that's like very exposing. Um, and you're sweating. So your body is going through a natural toxin release. Um, and since you don't have anything else going on that you have to prove or that you have to like, like manage, um, it's a really great time for you to reconnect with yourself and to let these issues with your body, with your sexuality go and to rebuild that connection and and get into a good emotional regulation state. Um, I love personally to incorporate breath work into the sauna um, 
because when I'm there, um, I have been doing breath work long enough that I know, you know, different breathing techniques um, will release different emotions. Um, and I have been doing this work long enough to know, okay, like I'm feeling, I have a lot of stored anger. I need to release my anger. So I will do a breath work pattern that lets the anger rise to the surface, right? And I like to do this in the sauna because I'm, I'm there. I try to be there alone um, and I'm sweating and I'm, you know, just out there for the world to see. And I am communicating with my body. And in that act of I'm choosing a breathwork to release a specific emotion, that's me saying I'm in charge of my body. I'm in charge of my emotions. I care for my body. I care for my emotions. I allow them to exist and I also process them. And that's my job. That's not the job of Christian. That's not the job of my mentor. That's not the job of my parents. It's not the job of anyone else. It's my job. And so I sit there and I go through and I go, okay, I'm, I'm really angry. So I need to do a, an anger release activation and I can just breathe and I connect to my body through the breath and I'm sweating and I'm releasing. And all of a sudden this anger moves its way out of my body and I feel this release and sometimes I cry and it's so beautiful and it's so helpful to regulate myself, to be in charge of myself, to take care of myself and to not be putting that burden on other people. And yes, I, I said, I think in the last episode that um, I tend to be hyper-masculine um, and, and I've you know, kind of vacillated between the two because I'm a human and sometimes I do get really kind of stuck in my feminine um, and that just will be what happens, right? It, it's not always some huge emotional trauma that, that triggers one or the other. Um, it's just a state of the human condition is that your environment and your experiences are impacting you and sometimes you can't process it in the moment and so your body holds on to it and says, hey, like when you're ready, then we'll process this and we'll re release it. But until then, we're just going to hang on to this here. And, you know, last year I had a lot of family stuff happening um, and I wasn't ready to fully process some of the stuff. And so as I've been living in New York, I joined that gym and I go to the sauna and I'm very intentional about working through that. And I know that for the past six months or so, I've been kind of stuck in this hyper feminine state. Um, and I can see how it's impacting my life and I can see how it's impacting my business. And so I'm working to get back into a better equilibrium. Um, but I get it. I, I have been on both sides and there's nothing wrong with you if that happens. Um, your job is just to be able to work through it and to notice it and to be able to say, okay, I'm, I am feeling like I'm being run by my emotions. I feel out of control. So I'm in a hyper feminine state. I need to self-regulate, right? And on the other side, you can say, 
I feel like I am too in control and I can't relax and I can't calm down and I can't trust anybody. And so I need to take some time and I need to go get a massage or I need to delegate some tasks or I need to take a few days off work and I need to relax and I need to learn how to ask for help, right? Being able to just move between these two and say, okay, I know that I am not operating at my best and I'm feeling stuck one way or another lets you know, okay, I need some support or I need to reconnect with my body or I need whatever. And that's why the whole idea of healing, the whole idea of living is that it's something you're doing forever, right? Every single day you have the opportunity to regulate yourself. You have the opportunity to connect with yourself. You have the opportunity to um, get in touch. And if you're a woman, then you're going to go through different, almost extremes of this, uh, depending on where you're at in your cycle and being able to just notice and see, okay, I am not, you know, in my optimal state. I'm not in that homeostasis. So what do I need to do and how can I take care of myself makes your life a lot easier. Okay. So I hope that helps. Um, let me know in an email, let me know in a DM on Instagram. Um, and head over to my Instagram stories because I am hosting a two week free coaching workshop, um, to help you step into a more healthy feminine state. Um, this is going to be great whether you're hyper feminine or hyper masculine because we're going to be focusing more on that, um, that equilibrium and getting to that middle point um, than, you know, being in one extreme or the other. So either way, I invite you to join. Um, in order to get invited, I will not open this up to everyone. Um, you do have to sign up for the waitlist for my book, because if you're going to do this, if I'm going to coach you for free for two weeks, I want to know that you are someone who's proactive about changing things, about um, improving yourself and about letting yourself be helped. So that's why it's connected to the book. You don't have to buy it if you sign up for the waitlist, but that's kind of who I know who's most engaged in making some changes. So I'll leave the link to that in the show notes. Um, if you have any questions, reach out to me. I love you. I hope this helps. And I will talk to you later.